Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, really, Nishmasi Mimirosi was Pasmordechai. Tremendous Mazel Tov to Osher. And the Gansim Mishpacha on his bar mitzvah, Boy Bayoim. He leaned here today, first time ever. Tremendous Mazel Tov. As you all know, you see him here every single day. Where is he? Get over here. Yeah. Mitzvah Bacher, Boy Bayoim. Unbelievable. You have a bracha for me, Tzadik? Um, By the way, first of all, first, Amen. So live to 120, that's it? A little bit more, what else? What should I do during the 120? Learn Shas, learn. I should learn Shas, teach Shas. Teach Shas. This guy is from the Big Iluyim. He knows sometimes he has the answers before the adults. Many times, many times. Should keep on going, giving nachas to your father and your grandfather, to your grandparents, to your grand... To, to all your parents, to your, to, to, to your siblings, to everybody. The guys of Israel. Shkoya. Rabbi Isai, uh, today I believe is the Levaya of Rabbi Matisio here in Israel, right? So I just want to play a short clip that has to do with Afyoimi. We found this clip. It's a gem. It's not on YouTube. And we're going to try to download it for the Oilam. But here's one little piece from the great Mashgiach Rabbi Matisio. Here it goes. Tonight, Atem Nitzovim, if we want to make a resolution, it is to make a resolution that our homes will be filled with Zayim. Not only the Shi'ugim that we learn with the Shia in public, we'll bring the learning of Torah into our, we prepare a Shia, and we'll revise a Shia, we'll learn with our children, we'll find moments to fill our homes with Torah. All of us, those who have learned the Dafayoimi and those who come to show their respect to those who have learned the Dafayoimi have got to understand that this Maimad on the first day of Slichus is a commitment. Okay, he's in Shabbat Shalev and Aliyah, should be in Melech for all of Klai Yisrael. Dear Belly, thank you for your share. We enjoy it very much. I have a Shaila. I'm driving from Miami to Orlando. He's, if you look close, he's doing 70. Not bad. Stick a slow poke. I don't know where he learned how to drive. I'm driving from Miami to Orlando. We're listening to the daf. All of a sudden, I got a phone call from my brother in Israel. Not a Remy Cohen, but Ushi Cohen. I've been waiting to talk to him for a few days, so I answered it. Is that mother? I'm, I'm asking. Is that mother in the middle of a shear to answer a phone call? No. After the phone call, I wanted to resume the shear. But the whole screen system froze. I guess it's a bug or a short circuit. It's clear to me that Hashem wants me to value my learning time and not answer phone calls. But since we're in the sugya, he wants to know if MDY is chayiv to pay to fix the system in his car. All jokes aside, we love MDY. Thank you, Levi Cohen. L'chavad Rebelli, regarding the story of the diamond dealer who shared his room with a ganav and hid his diamonds in the ganav's pockets. A similar story actually happened with the famed Lubavitcher Chassid and Mashpia Remendel Furifas, something like that. When he was in the Gulag, a pickpocket used to play with an illegal deck of cards, and when the guard would come and search the contraband, he would sneak the deck into the guard's pocket. Remendel would use the story as a marshal. Oh, so here's the Musar Haskell. Teaching that often we like to blame the people around us for our problems, but if we would remember to check our own pockets first and fix ourselves, it may very well solve our problems. 
The other lesson the Hasidim teach from, this, from a similar story, referred to as the story of Isaac Yekos of Krakow, is that many times you think that the solution to our problems is elsewhere. But we should know that the true solution lies within ourselves. The second lesson is not the same as the first. Poik v'ayimbo. Thank you for such an awesome shir. Didus Abba Renert. Rabbi Isai. I want to say that uh, just yesterday, the first time in years that MDY found itself in a little bit of a, a pickle. It's difficult to, to, to pay the coil guys. We had come up with the money for all of a sudden, Mr. Anonymous from Manchester sent in $12,000. And the same thing, Mr. Anonymous from Lakewood sent in $10,000. It was Mamish Chesif from Hashem, but Anonymous from Manchester, nobody spoke to him, nobody hinted to him, dropped the money. Mm-hmm. The coil of the month, sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood, in honor of Moishi Klein, Yossi Schlenger, Moti Steg, and Rafula Shlema for Tinoik Bemalka. The Masechta is sponsored for the unity of Am Yisrael, the parents of Chaydish. And now we have seven. Yosef ben Chai sorry for all the schusim that come from supporting Limrat Torah. Parents of Chaydish, Yedidya Pereria, L'schus Zivug Hagam Bekarev, Chana Rocha Basmicha, Chaim Dov ben Shulamis, Shana Brocha Bas Shulamis. Parents of Chaydish, Rav Noam, Avi, Gary, Yosef, for your relentless commitment to MDY, and there are many others, such as Dave, who's back here, and Tomer, and uh, many others. Mark, Ashkenazi, Vuchulu, Vuchulu, Nisan, Algan, Sissi Klein. The list goes on and on. Paris Achoydish, Lina Nishma Zachariah ben Moshe, Lina Nishma Zachariah ben Yosef, Paris Achoydish, Aaron Freeman, it should be a schus to rebelli for continuing to yat the Shemai and teaching Torah to Klai Yisro. Paris Achoydish, Lina Nishma Zachol Chayel Yitzahal, Shenoflo Al Kiddush Hashem. Paris Achoydish. Is Robert early here today? Lachnish. So this person who donated anonymously from Manchester, he wants it to be in memory, in the memory of Benjamin Early, from Anonymous in Manchester, who joined the Shear at the beginning of Saito. Panasayoim, Israela and Stephen Perlich, yard side of Bas Yerifko, Bas Tzvi, Beatrice, yeah? Perlich. In celebration of Osher, Jacob's Bar Mitzvah today, boy bayoim, Mazel Tov. Glenn and Stacy Black, Mazatov, Tamira, and Ariel Blumenthal on the birth of our first granddaughter. By Gershon Rose, Lili Nishmas, our uncle, and the Rosh Mishpacha, Moran, Rebbe Tisiyahu, Chaim, Ben Yaakov, Zechat Sadiq, Koshlev, Rocha. And as a Rufo from my father, Shlita Talmud Muvik of Rebbe Tisiyahu, Zetzal, Shlita Rufo Shleimah, Parnasayoyim, Tzvi Spiro for the successful Shasatan campaign for the famous Yochanan Itzkowitz. Art of the month, anonymous, for the schos of an easy childbirth for his daughter and a healthy baby. Rabbi Sai, we are holding Daf Samach Gimel Omer Alf. So here's a question. How's it possible that a person doesn't go out and steal something? Yet, he's chayov. Two times the amount that he has in his possession. Four times the amount he has in his possession. Kefal, Dalvehei. How's it possible? Huh? You didn't go out and steal it. Oh, oh. Shomer, he called him, yeah. Okay, four times, four times. How do you get to four times? No, continue. Rabbi Damby. Between the two of you. Love a mash. 
Okay, he said, what? You toyin tainas tovachum mochar. Close, but you don't have to be toying it. You actually do it. Okay. Oh, 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 sure, the bar mitzvah boy, let's hear. He thinks he's shepping his own sheep. No. Close, close. Yeah, 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 Gavaldic. Yeah. But it's Tyro, you can't lie in Tyro. Okay. So today we're having a sugya called Drushes Limudim. It's, m- most people love this. People that hate Agadita love these sugyas. And basically, you know, we have different sugyas. We have the sugyas of Lamdas and, and Agadita. And, and this is a sugya of Limudim. Where we see the nuances in the Torah, the different words, the added words, Hekeshim, Zereshavis, Kavachimers, Klau, 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 The good news is that we have 37 charts today, and it's actually an easy sugya. It's easy. Just there's not a lot of Gishmaka stories that happen and things like that. But let's remove them. So let's do a, a tiny bit of Chazar here. The, the parak starts off. Talking about a person who steals, he has to pay kefal. If he steals a cow, a bull, or a sheep, and he ends up shechting those two, or one of them, or selling them, so he's, he's chayev four or five, depending on the sheep, he only has to pay four times the amount only. It's a pretty decent penalty. Only a sheep, four times. And a bull, five times. If he ends up doing that, so then the Gemara goes into the differences. The Mishnah says that's the difference between Kefal and Arbaba Chamisha. That Arbaba Chamisha only exists in these two animals, and they have to have Ruachayim, they have to be alive, obviously. Kefal, on the other hand, applies to everything in the world almost, right? You steal any object, it doesn't have to have life. It could be a computer, a bike, you have to pay double. So the Gemara goes through the Pasuk. Here's the Pasuk. It doesn't matter what you stole. Everything in the world. But then the Torah says, no, no, no. Only these four things. Al-Shar, Al-Chamar, Al-Seh, Al-Salma. Clothing. Three animals and clothing. And then the Torah finishes it off. al So that's what we call Klal. It's everything. Then it's very specific, Prat, and then Akola Veda. Then the Pasuk Yishalom Shnaim, you pay Kefal. So Yoshi did a wonderful job. Everybody understood it. There's a pickup truck. You have Kefal on all these items, even a carbon. You see the guy in the Strymel. Even an Evid, a slave all the way on the top. A chicken, everything. And then when we narrow down to Prat, we take everything out of the back of the pickup truck. It's only these four. But then once again, we have a cloud that includes everything. And we're going to limit four things. It doesn't include slaves, karka, kachim, shtarais, because each one has a different thing. Karka is not, it has to be movable. It has to be davar, shemetaltel, v'gufay mamay. Yeah? Like, I was thinking, like, uh, I don't know if this is a nice thing. I like him, I love him a lot. But I think like Rivaiwai, who spoke beautifully at uh, the Shabbaton, I think he's metaltel, v'gufay mamay. He's, he, you could lift him up, put him in a pickup truck, but he, he makes a lot of money just coming there for his mama's, his own goof, just being there. People want to see him. They pay $50,000 a Shabbos just to be next to him. 
But it has to be a gufay maman. The, the actual animal is worth something. The, and you can lift it. Karka you can't lift. A evid you could lift, but evid is similar to karka. The star is just a piece of paper. It's worthless. We said, mom, is worthless. The piece of paper. You could go ahead and later and get money out of it. Worthless. Fine. But then the Gemara, we're just doing Chazar. We're going to get to Daf Sound again. They said, well, wait a minute. Why don't we just say that it has to be similar to an animal that, that has tumma? It emits tumma when it's dead. But it says salma. There's, there's the, the guy, the, the, the crow, what do you call it? The crow scare over there. The scarecrow. So obviously, scarecrow, the, the clothing, doesn't emit tumma. So he says, well, but there's different categories. The Pasuk says, ashar, chamar. Those do emit tumma. The, so anything that's similar to Shavu Hamar, like a chicken that has life, a chicken doesn't give Toma. Birds don't give off Toma, especially tummy birds. So that's what we're holding right now. Perhaps a bird is not included in this, <clears throat> excuse me, in this category. Here you see the bird becomes light and Shama Yisrael. So that's what we're holding. It says Gemara, Two lines down from some Gimel Amad Aleph. If that's what you want to do, you want to get rid of birds and say that on a bird you're not chayv kefal. You're chayv kefal for every single object in the world besides a bird. Prata. So why, why are you telling me here, this was cool that the scarecrow came and took the fight. Here, we have three Items here, shar, chamar, set. Why does it have to go through all three? Say one, and I get the idea. So obviously the others are there to teach me a bird. But the Gemara says, wait a minute, before we, it's not that simple. Hey, nichte rachmana, which one exactly do you want to say and leave out the others? Ikaz rachmana, shar, havamina, karv legavim mizbeach, in, shen karv legavim loy. So here it goes. Each, these two, the shar, chamar, have something special about them. And if you just say shar, I would say, okay, it has to be something kosher. It doesn't include non-kosher animals. So if you steal a horse, you wouldn't be chayiv kefal. It has to be similar to a shar that you can put on a mezbeach. Well, the Torah says chamar. Chamar is very not, it's not, not very kosher at all. Well, chamar has something special about it. You have to, when it's a firstborn, you have to be paidet. You have to either give a, the sheep to the kayan or you have to knock its head off, but it's something special. So maybe chamar is different. Oh, so I say shark. But maybe it has to be a combination of these two things. What if, what if it's, let's say, uh, a chaya, a deer? Okay, so it has, it's kosher. It's not a, a bachar, but it's kosher. But at the, at the end of the day, I, I still don't know a bird. So just say those two. Oh, so what do you do with the sheep? So you do this, bam. So Seh comes to teach us birds. So now we're in a position that everything in the world that you steal, even birds, even bikes, even kosher animals, non-kosher animals. It should say Oif in the Torah. I get it, I hear. I, I hear. That's how it is. That's how the Torah is. The Torah is a lot of times says things in hints. I hear you, Kasha. But it's good. By the way, Rabbi Isai, I want you to pay attention here. I finally found a person 
who loves drushes and limudim. Here he is. At this point of the regular share, he's gone. He loves this stuff. Dr. Factor loves limudim. Ah! Givaldic. It's true. Here he is. He's going to be with us. So true. Veima lasui oifes tahirim. So what, what, Dr. Factor, what would you put in the Torah if you, it was you? You write birds? Or <laughs> you put a chicken, you put a, a parrot, what would you put in there? You have to, it's specific. Shar, chamar, what bird would you put in? Tell me. A kosher bird. A chasida, but it's non-kosher. So I say, oh, non-kosher bird, but a kosher bird, yes. That's why I have to put seh. Oh, but there's a distinction between a kosher bird and non-kosher bird. And if some people didn't know this a couple weeks ago, we learned it. A kosher bird has something very special about it. When you touch it, you don't become tummy. When you put it into your mouth, you become tummy. Not only do you become tummy, even your clothes on your back become tummy. A non-kosher bird, if you touch it, you don't become tummy. And if you put it in your mouth, you don't become tummy. So the Gemara says, well, maybe it's only coming to tell us one type of bird. Do me the set. A non-kosher bird doesn't have any tum at all. Maybe you don't have to pay kafel if you steal a chasida, if you steal a storage, if you steal a parrot. Maybe you don't have to pay. Says the Gemara, okay. Basically, what the Gemara is saying now is, forget about all the pickup trucks. Forget about the Kalalu Prat. We're not doing a Kalalu Prat anymore. We're doing it, something else. It's called a Reboi. It's Reboi, Reboi. We're not even going to go into that. We're just going to take, instead of that whole thing, I'll call out Veda, and then it says, Shar, Hamar, Se. Forget that. We're going to one word. It says, I'll call Aveda. Anything that you steal, anything, anything, a kosher bird and a non-kosher bird, a kosher animal, non-kosher animal, a bike and a computer, you're chayif kefal. Why? Because it says kol. So we're abandoning the whole klal prato klal thing and we're going into a new drasha. Well, the question is going to be, Rabbi Isai, if we include everything, so then why in the world does the Torah tell us four examples? The answer is, because once I include everything, the examples come to teach us a miyot. Now I'm going to reduce it. I had 100%, now I'm going to reduce the 100 by four things. Shar, Hamar, Salam are going to t- teach us four things that are not included. You say call first then. Huh? You should say call first then. Does it land? Here, let's look at the Pasuk. It says it first. Look at the Pasuk. No, it says a call of Pesha. A call of is at the end. Okay. We have caches here on Limudim. Givaldik. Says Gemara Loi. Uh, sorry. Call Ribuyo. Great. Okay, so this Raboy said you could just say if you're you just woke up now, we're starting a brand new Sugina. So if you remember, I think everybody remembers this, because this was a Givaldic Akasha. We we all know what Meiser Shani is. Meiser Shani. And if you don't know, we'll show you. Because Jonathan might not know. Where is he? If he watches this. By the way, I have to see Shalom Aleichem. I see some guests. Shalom Aleichem, what's, you guys, what, what's your name? Ira Braha. Braha? Ira Braha, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. My, my, my. Could you say on Brooklyn, uh, my, uh, 
How do they say it in the Haim? From the Haim. Landsman. I know if you could say Landsman. First of all, not the, not the Sephardi. Sorry, Landsman. It's not talking Yiddish. Yeah. You're my Landsman. I, I grew up in Brooklyn. All right. So here goes. Raboy said, This is Meister Shani. A person has a pile of 100 fruit. He has to give the Kayan two. He has to give the Levi 10. He's left with 89. What? He's left with 90 fruit. Okay. We'll round it out. 90. He takes from the 90, he has to take 10% and give himself. So it works like this, he takes it, and they turn purple. Why do they turn purple? Those nine fruit become Kadesh, Bigdushas Meiser Shani. What does he do with it? He must go with it to Yerushalayim. But now it's very heavy. He doesn't want to schlep. He, he owns millions of fruits. This is just a, an example. So he takes the, the fruit, whatever he has, and he redeems it with cash. Here he goes, takes out of his pocket some money, and then the purple fruit... That Gdusha purple goes to the money. The fruit go back to being red apples. Then once he has that money, it's much lighter. Now he can carry it to Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim he goes and he trades for food. He buy any food the Torah says. Right? We would think. So I asked the question back in the day, can you buy with that money? Could you buy herring? Nobody answered, just Judah. Okay, Because Judah just started coming two days ago. Can you buy with that food herring and crackers? Yes. Wrong. So what's the answer? Could you buy? No. Wrong. Oh. Everybody. Uh, see, that's what happens when you don't come a couple of days. You're permitted to buy crackers, but you cannot buy fish. How do we know this? And that we, So we learned the sugya, now it's easy. Right? The what? It says like this here. We'll do balpeh real quickly. Because it's a beautiful chart. It says in the Pesach, With that money, you can buy anything you want. Wine, beer, steak, fish, everything. And then, the tar- that's a clap. But look, it says, That's the point over there. You missed it. It says, We just said that the word, is ribuya. means everything. On every single item in the world. So the word bakal over here should also do the same exact thing. You should be chayiv. You should be able to purchase anything you want. But we don't do that. We use the word bakal as a klal. Not a reboy to say everything, but a klal, a generalization. And then it says, We limit it to four things, very similar to our sugya, where we limit it to shor, hamar, sen, salma, over here. Wine and beer, meat, and lamb chops. And then it says, So we have another klal. So since I have something, a generalization, but it has to be similar to the four items that we mentioned. What's, what's the similarity? Similarity is that there has to be like a cow and a sheep that are primipri. They have a mother and a father. They go from generation to generation. And also it's gidule karka. They eat from the ground. They were created uh, in the, you know, Sheshis Mebereshis, they were created from the ground, whereas fish were not created from the ground. Fish don't eat from the ground. So fish are excluded. Herring is excluded. Also, from Premier Pre, we exclude mushrooms because they, they don't have a tree. You don't plant a mushroom. A tree you plant. Water, not. Salt, not. So those three items, not, plus fish is four items that we exclude from this whole thing. So let's see inside. Crackers, yes. 
Crackers are yudu likarka. They're, they're, they're grain. So crackers, yes, herring, not. It was a trick question. Says the Gemara. But, so you're telling me, call the word kof lamed is a ribuya, includes everything. But by mice we see differently. We don't use it as a ribuya, we use it rather as a klal. Which is li- more limiting than a ribuya. Ribuya is everything, 100%. Not 100%. By the way, I want to point out, we learned in the Gemara that if a person has a type of a chazer, there's a certain, there's a certain uh, fish. A person has taivas and arayas, we have different heterim and, and everything that, that a Baruch gives a taiva for, we have something to counteract that taiva. Everything. Over here the Pasuk is telling us, people, a lot of people have taivas for, for food. I have a friend who's in this room, a very good friend. He, he, I saw him with my own eyes. He opens up the refrigerator. He stares at his steak. He goes back. He comes back five minutes later. There's people that for three days before Shabbos, they're thinking about how they're going to sous vide their meat. And they're going to they're gonna smoke it this way and that way. And they send pictures on their statuses. They live the meat. They live it. What? You, there's no camera on you, my friend. You can pen. There's a there's a few people in the room. They know what I'm talking about. No, but it's the but the Torah says. Listen to this. The Torah says they're they're good. This taiva put it into Meiser Shani. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah deraisa. People have the taiva, but don't do it on a Tuesday afternoon. You can do it on Tuesday afternoon if it's Meiser Shani. And how do we do it today? We don't have Meiser Shani. Shabbos Kodesh. You do the suvi, the Shabbos Kodesh, you put that taiva in there. I don't understand it. I come from a family, we eat bread and butter. Mamash, like that's how I grew up and that's a, I, I like that stuff. Little, little, the, the, the garnish, who cares? There's people, my kids, my kids have the other genes. To make that sandwich is the whole anon. Not to eat it, it's a whole, it's a different gather. Okay. It's not the fun of a mitzvah on the Shabbos. And I'm not joking. I know these people well, and it is for Shabbos. I'm the Emmas. And you should see the pictures that come in in the, the groups. Five, no, five minutes before Shabbos. The detail of the this. It's, and they talk about it. They sell it. It's unbelievable. Then the Torah says only these four items. Oh, so here it is. It must be something that grows from generations, like seeds, or there's two cows that create another cow. comes from the ground. They eat from the ground. They were created from the ground, which comes to exclude. So if you look, pre-mipri comes to exclude three things. Mushrooms, water, and salt. So again, I'll point it out again, because Mashiach is coming very soon. He's my Mashiach. When we have Meiser Shani money and you're, you're tired, you're sweating and you come into Yerushalayim with that Meiser money, you cannot buy a bottle of water from the, the street vendor because it's water. So remember that. And the mushrooms on your steak, they're not part of it. So you could buy, you could buy the steak, but not the mushroom. Huh? You could buy beer. You could buy wine. All the good stuff. Not water, unfortunately. Unfortunately, well, in those days, we'll, we'll be happy with the wine. Coke. And no, no gefilte fish. No fish. 
Because it has to be Geduli Karka. So from Geduli Karka, we learned that one thing. I've called Prima Pri what? Riba means everything. And then from that point, we go backwards and we take off. Klaal is not everything. It has to be similar to this thing. Similar to these four things. If you want more, you have to add. Riba is already there. We're at 100%. Then we just take off. So the Gemara says, and this answers the question. Here, we'll go back to this. You asked me a question. Kol meant everything. And here, by Meiser, Bechol doesn't mean everything. You're using it as a cloud, product cloud. So the Gemara is a big difference, don't you see? It's a different word. One has a base, one doesn't have a base. When it has a base, it, you, we use it as a cloud, product cloud. When it doesn't have a base, it's a reboot. Some say, No, the word call is actually a klal, even by us, even by kefal. It would mean a klal. Miu, by us, how come we're using it as a riboy? Called off a riboyo. Comes to include everything. Wow. Oh, Sigmar says, this two psukim. Here we go. We're, we're talking about Pathos Zayn. Ches. Look at Pasuk Vav right before. There's another cloud of Pratuk Cloud. So we got a big problem. How do you have two cloud of Pratuk Clouds, Pasuk after Pasuk? Why do you need that? Therefore, the second one, where it says the word call in Pasuk Zayn Ches, that's a riboy, not a cloud of Pratuk Cloud. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Where do you see the cloud of Pratuk Cloud? Because it says, Kit initial Reyeu Cloud, Kesevi Kalim Prat, Lishmor Hadro Cloud. If a person gives to his friend anything, then it says only these specific two things money. And Kalim, which would exclude animals and da, da, da. and then it says Lishmar, everything. So it's so it's Klaal Prat. So if the next pasuk I'll call the Barpesha is also Klaal Prat. So here, this is what Yoshi did, just to show real quickly. Here's the Klaal Pratu Klaal. Now the Gemara is just saying, just take this one pasuk and add Al Shor Al Chamar Al Salma. Why do you need another pasuk? So the next pasuk, I'll call, is a ribuyu, not a klal. Now the Gemara says, very, very simple. Hashanah is called ribuyu, but once I know that call is ribuyu means 100%. So then I need to understand what I need these four very specific items. The answer is that each one comes to exclude one item. It doesn't include immovable objects that don't move. Karka, real estate. You could, for Kefal. This is all Kefal. We're going back to Kefal now. So, slaves, that you could move them, but they're similar to Karka. You could move them, but they're worthless. So it has to be Dover Metal to Begufi Mamen. Two things. Salma, why does it say clothing? Rashi says, and Emsuyim means it doesn't have a simon. Tysus asks, what connection does not having a simon have to not having to pay Kefal? I don't understand, says Tysus. He has his own shot. I'll call Aveda, and what, what are the words I'll call Aveda? Oh, so boys, we had the sugya. We could do a little chazara. I will expand on it. If a person steals something and we catch him, he has to pay double. Does the, does the Ganav have to swear? No, there's no swearing. We catch him red-handed, he pays kefal. Now, a person who's a shoyim rechinam, he watches something for his friend. And he gets a big taiva to steal it. He knows that if he claims that it was stolen, he, he's potter. He has to swear that it was stolen, but he's potter. 
he gets to keep it. So he has a tremendous cheshik to eat lamb chops. He sees a nice juicy looking sheep. So he tells the owner, the sheep you gave me to watch was stolen. So it becomes his. Then he goes ahead and he shechts it. The halacha is that if he doesn't shecht it, he has to pay two times the sheep. Why? Because he said it was stolen. Just saying it was stolen. What's the other thing he could say? He claimed it was lost. If he claims that it was lost and we find out he's a liar and he stole it, he doesn't pay, he doesn't pay two times. He only pays once. Why? Because if a person, mm-hmm. only Ganev pays twice. So you have to be tying Tainas Ganev. You have to claim that it was stolen. And when you claim it was stolen, we find that you're a liar, you the Shaymachinam. So don't get confused. There's a Ganav who steals, he has to pay twice. There's a guy that's not a Ganav. He's just a nice guy, he, or he, we thought he's a nice guy. He's going to watch your item. And then he claims that it was stolen, and we find that he's a liar, he has to pay twice. He never stole. He never went into somebody's property and took the item. It was actually given to him. But he claims that it was stolen. Just claiming that it was stolen, you're going to pay double. And if we find out, yeah, Rabbi Dambi, if we find out that he actually shechted it, he doesn't claim it. He shechted it, he's going to pay four times the amount now. Because he shechted it, it's tvicha. Maybe lost is also a taina. It is a taina, but you don't pay. So now the Gemara says like this, listen to this. So what do I do with the words, I'll call Aveda? There's a third case we didn't even discuss. There's a brand new one. A guy walks down the street and he finds a sheep. So he has a chiv doiraisa to take it home and take care of it. And then the guy comes knocking on his door, like Yoshi's daughter drew, and we just uh, made a little better. He says, Hey, Shemati Parashli. I heard you, you found my cow. Somebody told me. He says, No, no, no. It was, it was stolen. Yes, I found it. But somebody came into my backyard and stole it. And then, kapara lecha, gewaldik. Even Nachman is laughing. Even though you said, hey, the thorn. That's how Chosh of the joke was. So, Lord is the, the master. So, and then of course, the, the, the cow, the sheep is peeking out from behind the door. So we know he's a liar. So he's going to have to pay kefal in this situation. Now, if he knocked it out and, and then shechted it and made stakes out of it, He's going to have to pay four times. Uh, in this case, how much? Five times, because it's a cow. He has to pay double. Okay, next. Tanan awesome. So now we're just going to go into everything that we just said. Push it to stuff. Tanan awesome. What does it mean, Pikadim? Pikadim means we're talking to Hashem Merchinam. I told you to watch my sheep, and you said, okay, where is it? Hechem Pikadim. Where's my deposit? Not a deposit, not a money, not you owe me money and I have a deposit. You what? We're talking about a Shemachinam here. Amr Leovat. He said it was lost. So he says, Mashbiachani, we're just going through the cases, easy stuff. So he says, Oh yeah, it was lost? Mashbiachani, you have to swear. So you see from here, you have to swear. Okay, no problem. I agree, I swear. Oh, then it gets caught. They didn't testify that he ate it. So pay attention to this word. It's a very important word, says Tyson. Shachaloi, which means it's gone, it's consumed, it's out of this world. There's nothing left from it. Mishalim Sakaren, big chidush. He does not have to pay kefal. He doesn't pay kefal even when it was completely consumed, says Tyson. Why? Why? Because over here, he said, Avad. 
We only pay, you only pay kefal when you claim it was stolen. He didn't say it was stolen, he claims it was lost. Let me ask you a question. Didn't he go to yeshiva? Didn't he learn that for you? I mean, he knows. This is the difference. If he claims it was stolen and they catch him, he's going to have to pay twice. Two times. If he claims that it was lost and they catch him, he only has to pay once. So why would a person say it was stolen when he could say it was lost? Anybody have a good answer? It's a very simple answer. What? He'd be over on lying. Lying. He's over on lying both ways. He lied both. But it wasn't lost or stolen. He's lying either way. Huh? He's pottering both of them, on Gneva and Aveda. So I'm asking, why does he lie and say that it was stolen? And if they catch him, he's going to be in big trouble, have to pay double. Hmm? Oh, similar to what you're saying. Because it's much more believable to say that it was stolen. He doesn't look like a fool. I tried to take care of it. I, it was a, guy, a guy walked in the middle of the night and came, he came into my house and took it. Lost, he looks like a fool. What do you mean, lost? It was in your backyard, yes. So what happened? I, I don't know. It got lost. So it's, it's, for him, he looks better when he says it's stolen. I'm just explaining, I think. There is no sponsor for the turning dove, I don't think anymore. Jonathan is... Huh? Oh, you're right. We just turned this out. If you're spacing out, and you don't know that we turned the page, get out of the shear. But if you still want to stick around, we're still on the base. Okay. Listen to this. If a person admits fault, he pays. So look, it says in the puzzle like this. He says he claims it was stolen. It wasn't stolen. It's in his house. So what do you do? It says in the puzzle called Beis. He lies. He lied and he swore falsely. What do you do? Because he swore false. First of all, you have to give back the principal. He has to pay another fifth. How much is a fifth in English, in American language? 25%. You're right. If you translate, you are right. You're right. If you tra- you're right. If you translate word for word. But in the way, in our vernacular, uh, 20%, uh, a fifth means 25%. I'm just explaining. What you would think is not what you think. Milagav. Not milibar. Not our sugit today. Vesashamai. In addition to the 25% and the principle you have to pay, bring a carbon. You lied. You, you swore falsely. So says the Gemara. New case. Okay, so we know if a guy lies and he says it was lost. But what if the same guy, the Shoyim Rechinim says, they come to him, Hey, where's my thing? Omar lied, Nignav, and he claims it was stolen. This is stuff we did about Pe before. Mashbiachani, you liar. I don't believe you. Swear. Yeah, sure, I'll swear. So he swears falsely. And we have, a, we have two witnesses that say he's a liar. Misham has to pay double. Now he has to pay double. Why? Because he said he was stolen. When he says it was lost, he doesn't pay it up. It says, it was stolen. It doesn't say it was eaten. Why? Because we're going to the extremes. When it was completely eaten in the case that he says it was lost, he doesn't pay anything. Or he doesn't pay double. Over here, where he claims it was stolen and it wasn't stolen, still in his house, it wasn't consumed, he has to pay double. If a person admits to the fault, he pays the Karen, the principal, 25% in Asham. What about Kefal? What about Yisai? So that we have the famous, famous concept, since he, it comes from himself, he admitted to guilt that he lied and that he, that he swore falsely. He doesn't, we don't make him pay Kefal because when you admit to, to a Knas, Kefal is a Knas, the, the Chaymish is not a Knas, okay? 
The 25% that you pay is not a knas. Kefal, double is. Says Gemara, let's just do, this is, there's a lot of extra word, not extra, there's a lot of arichas over here. Ketani it says, when you claim that you're gone, that it was stolen, then you do have to pay twice. When you claim that it was lost, you don't pay cable. And, and another thing, remember, he swore. You only pay cable when you swear. If you don't make a shvur, you don't have to pay kefal. How do you know they have to swear? Oh, so, very important. We have two psukim here. Just pay attention to these two psukim. They're very important. Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zayin. In Pasuk Vav it says, Anybody reading this Pasuk would think, like I thought, I think, You're talking to Hashem Rechina. Where is it? A stall. If we find a thief, a real thief or a fake thief? If we find that the, the Shemrechinam is a thief, or means we find the real thief. We find the real thief, right? Some say not like that. Some say the Pshat and the Pasuk is, we find that you're the thief. Okay? It's not the Pashas of the Pasuk. The next Pasuk says, If we don't find the thief, that Rabbi Yisai, everybody agrees, is talking about the Shemrechinam. We find out that he's a liar. We never found the thief. What we found out is that you're a liar. You said it was stolen, you're a liar. So we have enough kimin in the braces, two braces. One said the pasuk, the first pasuk is st- still talking like the, the first and the second pasuk are talking about the same exact case that the Shemachinim lied and he said it was stolen, but it wasn't. And another braces says, no, we have to make a difference between pasuk Vav and Zion. It doesn't make sense that they'll be talking about the same thing. So let's say the first pasuk is talking about a real thief, the second pasuk is talking about a fake thief. Okay, that's the whole thing over here. Oh, first of all, uh, Yoshi redid this a little bit. Shows what Shemachinam and Chayv Begneva Veda on the left top, right, left corner. Shoyel makes Machus Lachis Chayv. Great. Look at this. Beautiful. What he did here. We have Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zayin. Pasuk Vav says Im Yimotzei Aganav. Pasuk Zayin says Im Lo We don't find the Ganav. Both of them are according to this brayso. Tiny tiny Ganav. You see that little box. We're talking about a guy that claims. That it was stolen. It really wasn't stolen. Who told you? Maybe talking about the thief himself. He says the exact opposite of what our Svar would be. He says, Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion have to match up. They're talking about the same thing. So Pasuk Zion is talking about a fake thief, a guy that's pretending that it was stolen. So Pasuk Vav is also talking about that. And how do I know that Pasuk Zion is talking about a fake thief? We'll see in a second. Tan Yidach. And check out, just look at this chart for a second, we'll know what the other price is. No, Pasuk Vav is talking about a real thief, and Pasuk Zion is talking about a fake thief, a guy that said that it was stolen. Which makes more sense to us, because now the two psukim are talking about different things, and that's why there's two psukim. Tanya Yedoch. Oh, so very good. The Bar Mitzvah boy is asking a very good kasha. We're going to get to that soon. Haganah, we're going to learn something else from it. Soon. Tanya Yidach. Im Yimotzei Haganah, Beganah V'atzmah, Gozim Edaber. Atto Yimotzei Haganah V'atzmah, Yainel V'toyin Tainiz Ganah. How do you know that we're talking about the Pasuk Vav, that we're talking about the Ganah himself? Shoyim, Im Lo Yimotzei Haganah, Vare Toyin Tainiz Ganah Moe. It can't be because Pasuk Zayin is talking about a Tainiz Ganah. Ha'amani Mikayim Im Yimotzei Haganah. So what's about Pasuk Vav, the first one? Beganah V'atzmah, Gozim Edaber. It makes more sense to say that we're talking about two different cases. Pasuk Zayin, according to everybody, is talking about Toyin Tainiz Ganov. The Kula Amimiyas Im Lo Yimotzei Ganov Toyin Tainiz Ganov. My Mashma, how do I know? 
If we found that it's not like you said, what is If it's not found to be like you're claiming that there was a real Gneva, just what? You yourself are the Ganov. In that case, he pays Kefo. How do you know? Who said, we, we, we assumed, and we, the Gemara says, it was talking about the guy said, Shvu, and he says, Amen. How do you know? Sorry, the sign of Nikim of Balabais Elohim. Elohim means to the court, to Dayanim. So why are you going to court? To swear. Maybe this is interesting. I'll think that it means you should go to Bezdin so that you should pay. You're a Shaymachinam, you hear? Shaymachinam that claims that it was stolen, you should go to court and pay. So Gemara says, here, look at this, beautiful. We have Xeri Shava. There's a case of Shemichinam on top. There's a case of Shemichinam on the bottom. The Gemara calls Lamala and Lamata. It says, by Shemichinam, it says the words in Shalach Yadah. It also says the same exact words by Shemichinam. We compare one to the other. So just by Shemichinam. He has to swear. Rabbi, I think for a second, when does Shemichinam have to swear? If he claims that it was stolen and lost, he has to pay. Does he swear? No. So when does the Shemichinam swear? When he claims... Oynas. So too, by Shemichinam, he has to swear. Says Let's look at the chart again. Beautiful. According to the Madam, it says the Pazik Vav is talking about a, a guy that stole. He has to pay Kefo. Yishalam Shnaim says that in the Pazik. The second Pazik is talking about a Shemichinam who claims that it was stolen. He has to pay Kefo. So we're talking about two different things. Now I understand why this Pazik Vav and Pazik Zayin. If they're talking about the same exact thing, what I need to psukim amri. Here we go, Rabbi Isai. Pazik Zayin is talking about the third case. When he claims that it was lost, in that case, you don't pay kefal. Now the Gemara does a classic. Here, beautiful what Yoshi did. According to the first Brysa, how do I, what do I, what do I do with the Pazik Meloyim Matziaganov? Teaches us that if I claim that it was lost, you don't have to pay. No, so what does the second price do? The second price uses it up already. And that's what the Bermans of Bachar was saying from the word, from the letter. Hey, Haganov, he learns that if he claims that it was lost, he doesn't have to pay. Careful. The word of Tanis Ava Minali, Miganov Hagan from the extra hey. Oh, so what's the obvious question going to be? What does Bryce number one do with the hey? They learn something else from it. That if you claim that you, it was stolen, and then we find out that you shechted it, you have to pay four times. How do I know that? From the hay. And then the Gemara is going to ask, so how does Bryson number two know that halacha? And the answer is going to be from a hekesh. And that's the end of today's sugya. My what does he do with extra hay? A lot of words. Amalach. A guy, a he's watching your chayfets, your sheep. You come to get it back, you say, sorry, it was stolen. Not only was it not stolen, but you took it, you shechted it, you ate the lamb, you ate the lamb chops. What's the halacha? Mishan tashlumi kefal, if it was just stolen. If you shechted it or sold it, Mishan tashlumi kefal, how do I know that? From the hay. He really uses the hay. How did I know that it's a lot that you have to pay four times if he shafted it? 
check this out, Rabbi Yisai. Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zayin are right there next to each other. So what about halachas I have in one, I have in the other? Pasuk Vav is talking about a ganav. Pasuk Zayin is talking about a tain tain is ganav. So one, you learn one from the other. Just like tain tain is ganav. I'm sorry, just like a ganav himself has to pay dalad v'chamesh. You pay four times if you shecht it or sell it. So too, a guy that claims that he had to steal it, that, that it was stolen, he pays four or five times. The problem is they're very different. One, you have to make a shvua, and one, you don't make a shvua. Tonis Tan Ganov has to swear. A Ganov himself, we said, everybody agreed in the room, you don't swear. Isn't that a great pircha to the Hekish? Yes, but guess what? A Hekish is so strong, you never answer on a Hekish. A Meshivim ala Hekish. There's no answers to Hekish. You have the right next to each other, boom. We learned that Limud Raboisai have a wonderful day. Shira Malois, Mamakim, Grosiko Adinoi, Adinoi, Shimobi Koylit, Yenos, the Kaka Shuvois, the Koytakanunoi, Imabinois, the Shmoyo, Adinoi, Miamoi, Ibrasiko, the Matibore, Yusia, the Noikin son of Shield, the Hotti, Nashiladi, Nomishim, La Boyke, Shimim, La Boyke. Yachai <laughs> <laughs>